Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Smith. No matter what goal you're working towards, I hope to show you that Chasing Health does not have to be a difficult or scary ordeal. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things related to becoming a best version of yourself, whether that's through nutrition, fitness, mindset, or life topics in general, we've got you covered. All right, let's not waste any more time and dive right into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Chase and Health Podcast. I've got a really special guest with me today. You guys may recognize him from, I was on his podcast a few weeks back, and after our conversation, I wanted to have him on my show as well. So please welcome Turo Virta. <laughs> Hopefully I did not butcher that, <laughs> but welcome to the show, Turo. Thank you so much, Chase. I really, really appreciate it. Name was uh, pretty much correct. Like, you know, it's a, it's a Finnish name um, originally coming from Finland. And uh, it's, it's uh, if you want to know it exactly, it's called, uh, it's, uh, you should say Turo Virta, but I think that's uh, in American or in English, it's, uh, it's pretty hard to spell right, but it's uh, not that important for me. So thank you for having me in, on the show and uh, really, really excited to continue talking with you. Yes. So for those listening on my show and aren't familiar with who you are, can you give us an introduction of your background? Yeah, I'm I'm uh, 41 years old, uh, fitness uh, nutrition coach uh, living currently in Italy. I work mostly with the people who are struggling with yo-yo uh, dieting, having kind of a lifelong uh, dieting mindset, uh, able to break that pattern and um, obviously becoming more consistent and improving their health and fitness. Awesome. So when we talk about like yoga dieting, that's one thing I definitely want to talk more about today. Cause I feel like there's a lot of listeners who are listening right now that are still stuck in that yoga dieting cycle. You know, hopefully they've been able to apply some of what they've learned either from the podcast or if they're working with a coach themselves, but if they are still stuck in that yoga dieting cycle, why do you, I guess like, what are the, some of the most common reasons you see people get stuck in that constant cycle right there? I think it's, uh, it's like the, you know you have to find the reasons why it's uh why you end up yo-yoing anyway so so i i really like like that uh, thinking like that like that if you have been if people you have been too restrictive you have maybe some unrealistic expectations or that kind of that short-term mindset like as uh, it's uh, especially now in a uh, social media if you like just for example unrealistic expectations you see only posts like that uh, lose 10 pounds in uh, two days or whatever kind of unrealistic uh, pose. And then, you know, you're like that, or maybe you hear some from your friend or, or a family member who started some diet and then they make some amazing results cut in short term. And then you're like, that, wow, I want to have exactly the same. And then, you know, you are kind of asking what they did. And uh, and uh, you never, you hardly never hear what, what, uh, like that or that solution what works for them is not the, probably the right one what works for you and uh, and uh, even those short-term success uh, it's hardly never going to be that long-term success so i that's something what i always get started at knowing your or acknowledging where you are coming from why it has been and if if because uh, if if even if if you have like most of the people have had some kind of success at least some part of their journey but if they were not able to maintain that lifestyle that diet and their weight uh, it was not actually success it was a failure but they just uh, they keep thinking that that made me lose weight and uh, and uh, that's uh, still that mindset that i just need to try harder 
do more. And uh, that's uh, where usually comes at the understanding first that that it's uh, that was a mistake. It was not success to lose short-term uh, weight, but uh, that's uh, how I always get started. Yeah, I I really feel the um, unrealistic expectations. I always laugh. I mean, I I don't know what it's like, you know across the pond there about what if you guys have like all the magazines and things like that, that are always around. Like, I know when we go through the grocery store or a grocery store aisle, you know, when you see all these magazine ads of, you know, lose 20 pounds this week or, you know, lose oh, yeah. 30 pounds by Christmas or like all these just like crazy, absurd, like unrealistic expectations. And it's, it's almost like, I feel like it's gotten so ingrained inside of diet culture nowadays that people just feel like that. If, if you're not doing that, then you're not being successful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, you know, you don't have to, if you are some smart marketer, like who, who want to, like, if you have a two offers, like you are considering like that, that guy is promising me 20 pounds in uh, two weeks. Another one is saying that, ah, it's going to take uh, six months. It's uh, who's, who you're going to choose. It's uh, obviously, you know, you want to get faster. You need to fix that problem and uh then but if you actually if you would choose that other one who is uh, promising you that uh, re those results in six months probably like in six months from that your starting point you are in a lot better place but uh, that's uh, where most people are struggling when they make that decision yeah and, and another thing that you know really gets me too is people and i mean even even people that start seeing success they get like this shiny object syndrome that like where it's like, oh, like I, I'm losing weight, but maybe so and so, you know, at, at work is losing it, you know, a little bit faster than I am. So I need to do what she's doing, like you said, rather than looking at, you know, what are, what success are you currently having? And then it sometimes it even turns into like, you know, sabotaging their own results because they're bailing for something else that looks like more appealing for them. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And uh, that's uh, that's uh, like that is ultimately where everything is starting that you have to recognize what you have done what haven't worked for you and then kind of learning and which is which which takes some time to get uh, out of those uh, all kind of beliefs all kind of patterns old patterns what you have done in the past and uh, that's uh, how then something bigger change what will change your life is actually starting Mm -hmm. And I always tell, uh, you know, I've talked to many people in the past and I'm sure you yeah, as, as have you about, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, keto worked for me, so I'm going to go do it again. But if you're having to do it again, did it really work for you? Like, sure, it, it helped you lose weight, but then we're forgetting that entire second part of this journey where it's the maintaining the weight loss. And I feel like that's where a lot of these companies you know, it's not sexy to talk about weight maintenance. So it's easier to sell. It's easier to sell, you know, the weight loss, but then they okay. just kind of leave you hanging afterwards. And that's when you end up just kind of snowballing back to where you were. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what, what, why it takes some time that you learn. Actually, you learn how to maintain also your lost weight because there are like uh, uh, people who, you know, when you start working with them and then you are like that, okay, because they have been dieting, like in a diet for years or even decades. And then when you say that, okay, now it sounds to me like that, those are really hard to recognize by yourself, by the way. But then when like, let's say that I have a, I have a client who, who is telling that she still have like a 10 pounds to lose. And uh, I'm telling that, okay, now 
the way how you are talking, how tired you are, I think it doesn't make any sense at the moment try to lose weight that if we are just learning to maintain it and they're like, no, 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 I'm, I still need to lose more weight. It's that yes, I know. But uh, in order to get that, it it's also like how you are even, I, I can, we can get you there. Like it's, that's no rocket science. But uh, then if you are not able to maintain it, it doesn't matter if you get that uh, scale weight going down for a day or for a week or even for a month, if it's if you are going to end up uh, gaining all those weight back. Yeah. And, and you mentioned about, you know, trying to work on practicing maintenance and and a lot of that might include also like the reverse dieting process. When we look at, you know, you know, if somebody has been dieting for such a long period of time, it's like we need to take a break from actually dieting, which, you know, obviously you know, some, so many people find counterintuitive to this process. They think, wait, I, I just told you I want to lose weight, but now you're telling me I need to eat more food and I need to, you know, work out less maybe, or, you know, and really focus on not losing weight, but I hired you to help me lose weight. So like, yeah. let's, let's dive into that a little bit. Like why, why is that? Why do they need to increase their calories and focus on just maintaining for a little bit of time? Because it's it's uh, like it's uh, the first one, like reverse dieting. It's uh, it's uh, it's you don't need to do it, but there are some situations when you should be doing it. Or where when I always say that consider like if you are someone who who are like well, basically it doesn't matter. Let's say that your if you know your maintenance calories, you can jump from deficit to maintenance overnight. It's the only difference is amount of scale weight, amount of food, what you are going to add within overnight. So there is no huge difference it's not that you need to do it but when you do it in that way like uh, at least kind of form like i don't know if there is no right and wrong way how to do it but let's say most of the people what i do like it's it's adding 100 to 200 calories on per week more and then seeing how it's going so it's it's gradually increasing those calories amount of foods getting your body used to that you have actually more energy available and then what often happens is that uh, when you start actually you are not setting those goals too low you start eating more you are actually starting to feel a lot more energized you are not having those cravings uh, your workouts you have uh, you get a lot more out of them you become more active even you don't even uh, probably recognize it but all kind of facial impressions you might take more steps you are not just uh, all the time tired but there are so many benefits how it's actually uh, increasing or your like energy expenditure so you are using more energy and uh, and uh, it's just that feeling that freedom that you know i don't need to, it's it's just that basically you are eating same foods than always it's just a little bit more it's it's it gives you a little bit more freedom if you have a weekend you have a vacation when you are like that is the best time when i when i use it like because for example holiday season if you are going for holidays that okay now don't even try to lose weight. Eat with yeah. the purpose a little bit more. And then it uh, helps that your metabolism is not uh, going, like it's not lowering so much even you are doing. But there's always like, especially if you are dieting for years, for decades, then uh, there is some damage what you have probably done. It's not that, uh, uh, not nothing you can get it back, but... Uh, but uh, so don't be too afraid because I think it's it's also in social media a little bit too much used term that your metabolism you have damaged your metabolism mm-hmm. there is nothing working so so but there are so many benefits of uh, eating more especially in a short term. 
Yeah. And I think where I see a lot of people mess up and why, or I should say why I see a lot of people will have success with this reverse writing process, not just because like the, like, like you said, like the metabolism thing really doesn't have as much of an effect as a lot of people are giving it credit to. But a lot of times it just allows you to have that food freedom, that food flexibility. Mm-hmm. And so then you're not struggling so much and you're not having those like weekend binges and going way over. I feel like that's where a lot of people that don't recognize, like, if you're somebody who's been dieting for, you know, five, 10, 20, 30 years, and you have in your mind, like, I'm always eating the, you know, right foods. I'm always, I mean, always eating 1200 calories. You might be eating 1200 calories Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. but what's happening on the weekends? What, you know, yeah. when you have that day, when you, oh, you know, oh, I have the extra pint of ice cream or, oh, I ended up, you know, having enough you know, the burger and fries on top of my normal calories. Like, and next thing you know, you're eating, you know, 2000, 3000 calories and we're taking ourselves out of that deficit. But your, your mind is so focused on the strenuous effort you've put towards that 1200 calories throughout mm-hmm. the week. It's almost like all you think about. So you don't even recognize the weekend binges and acknowledge that they're actually happening. And that's what's slowing down a lot of your results. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, and it's it's uh, it's not there is not like a like uh, you said that it's it's mostly the benefits are are like mental part mm-hmm. and uh, and not like the physiological part is not changing that much that but that mental little break little uh, kind of letting out that uh, dieting mindset and thinking food all the time that is uh, what's uh, usually the game changer. Mm-hmm. And also, I would say it's also a really good time to work on repairing your relationship with food as well, because during this time, when you have this little bit extra food freedom and food flexibility, I feel like this allows the time to start to recognize, like, I can have the burger and fries every once in a while. I can have the piece of pizza every once in a while. I can go out, you know, with my friends on a Friday night and have a couple beers with them and not ruin all my progress. And that's much easier to do. Once you've worked your calories up and you're working on focusing just at maintenance versus Mm -hmm. trying to establish that relationship with food while also in a deficit as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And this is, this is something like, I I actually just uh, talked today with uh, uh, one uh, woman, like she was struggling a lot with uh, like that. She was like, like you said, from Monday to Thursday, it was, she was not allowing herself to eat any sweets or anything. And then weekend came and she had like one kind of cheat day per week. And uh, that was the point when everything, like she went always overboard. And then we were talking and like uh, talking about strategies, what could work for her. And uh, I I made a suggestion, like I asked that what you would say that you have a weekly budget for your foods what you actually enjoy eating and i said that if you like let's say use like a 2080 rule like most of the people have heard it but how you actually use it and we figure out like that it's if, if you're like her maintenance calories or her calorie goal was around 2000 so it was 400 calories and i said that okay you can you have if you multiply that 400 calories per seven you get 2800 per week and this is your like a budget for foods whatever you enjoy eating now what have happened that you are using that your budget in a one day and uh, most likely that 2008 or 3000 calories was not even enough for that one day because she said that it happened so often that she went actually way above like so she was just eating couldn't finish eating those foods what she enjoyed and uh, and even she was 
feeling already sick, she said, now she still have to eat because next six days she's not allowed to eat them anymore. And uh, when we, when I asked that, uh, how, if you would do it like that, you have to eat every single day, at least something, what you really enjoy, like kind of getting that uh, uh, restricts, re- restriction uh, mindset away. But I said, you have to also limit it somehow. And I said, that that's your weekly budget, let's say 3000 calories per week. And uh, you can, but you have to eat something every single day. And it's, it's uh, maybe it's some days it's a 200, other days it's 600. But this way, kind of uh, thinking like that, you can have whatever you want. And uh, then she said, now week, uh, week after she messaged me and said, wow, that, that's so f- weird feeling that, that she's allowing herself to eat actually those foods. So this is kind of, these kind of uh, strategies are, are like really, helping that going away from that kind of restrictive mindset uh, having those like kind of good bad foods and um, those are just uh, just came to my mind uh, uh, one strategy what probably could help someone yeah absolutely no I think it's I think it's important to learn how to work those things in and because so often we label those as good or bad or, you know, and then we feel guilty if we're having the quote unquote bad foods. And then we, you know, end up going overboard where it's like, no, if you probably would have logged that one treat at the end of the day, you probably would have been just fine. But when the moment you didn't log it and then you have it, you may have still been within your calories, but now you're telling yourself, Oh, you know, you did this again. You're now back in this downward spiral. You might as well eat five of them instead of just the one now. Yeah. And then you're stuck yeah. back. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's the same principle. It's not only about uh, like your threats and, uh, and foods you actually enjoy eating, which are not that healthy, but also other foods like uh, it's, it's reverse dieting and eating more is it's exactly the same way like that what most people like you said uh, earlier like from monday to thursday 1200 and then weekend it's like that whoa let's go and uh, and uh, <laughs> if you if you are like uh, to break that pattern like uh, it's not it don't have to be always like obviously you probably want to have a little bit more freedom on the weekend you can work those numbers but in the beginning like what i what i would say that try different things like how that approach is working if you actually start eating during the week more even you are not feeling hungry because that is that is very common and especially if you are used to eat very little you don't those hunger hormones hunger cues they are not there right away so it's kind of you have to kind of force yourself to eat more more calories to make sure that you have that enough energy you feeding your body because if you don't give enough energy to your body it's uh it's not going to your body doesn't know that there is more energy coming in uh, in a uh, constant consistent pace yeah so you talked about increasing calories and making sure it's important and this is something i'd love to hear your take on and you know there's strategies that i've used with my clients and i'm just curious if there's anything else that you that you have found helpful for increasing those calories when they're when they say when they really don't feel hungry and like you said you have to kind of like force mm-hmm. it but like you know i've had some clients even say like to the point where it's like i'm just so uncomfortable because i feel like i'm eating so much um mm-hmm. Any things that you you've done or found helpful for your clients in those moments to help get their calories up? Uh, yeah, no, it's it it depends. Like, because uh, it's um, there, you, there's a few things what you have to be really aware. Because it's not that you know you are you feel like that you can't literally 
force yourself to eat but it depends on always on uh, situation like if there is someone if you if you are someone like if someone is uh, who have been very little calories like let's say that um, i work with uh, someone who is eating thousand calories or even more below maintenance what what should be from calorie calculator maintenance and that for years and in those situations that that you have to get more but obviously you have to be uh, really aware how you are tracking that you are tracking it accurately that you don't make some tracking mistakes and uh, you forget to you make some mistakes and you think you are eating 1500 calories and reality is like 2000 or two two and a half so those are it's really important to be really sure that you are actually eating amount of calories but when you are tracking accurately you track everything every light licks and uh, bites and uh, liquid calories uh, um, all basically everything except water what you put into your mouth that you write it down you know what it what you are eating in those situations it's in especially in the beginning it's it's uh, you know because it's uh, it could be for someone like, like let's say that someone who is uh, eating very little calories somehow what is the easiest form of getting it it could be some protein shake some liquid calories maybe even like uh, something what you would say to someone else uh, that avoid drinking yeah. some some uh, things but just getting those calories somehow in uh, what is the easiest form like if you well, obviously you should be eating protein but if you are if you have been eating like 30 40 grams protein and uh, suddenly you are eating 100 grams so you, for sure you are going to feel a lot fuller than before and it's going to be a challenge but um, you have to like it's a short period of time you have to force yourself uh, in those situations but if you, if it's someone like uh, who had a little bit plateau or something probably for that person i would not try to force you like usually usually in let's say that there is nothing your uh, hunger hormones are still in balance you don't your body is pretty good at telling you when when you are when you have had enough there is those cues like that feeling of fullness but uh, those are not uh, when 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 someone who have dieted for long for decades and trying having that like kind of really uh, restrictive mindset uh, and eating uh, accurately tracking very little calories in those situations i would always say that uh, that uh, you have to force yourself to eat it depends always on situation but that's uh, i think that's the main point what i i hope you got what i kind of yeah yeah for sure say. no yeah I, and I, I i tell the clients that the same thing as well like right like you know we might have to make some food swaps like you know i always say think about the foods you cut out when you're dieting you know let's start mm -hmm. kind of working some of those things back in still working on trying mm -hmm. to keep food quality high but you know tr allow yourself maybe to have the you know one extra cookie rather than you know than you know none at all or just one like and like mm -hmm. so like you know you can have your fun foods but also we're going to keep food quality high like um like healthy fats like avocado nuts seeds things like that are great ways to like pack in the oh, calories yeah. uh without feeling super um full over them and and i agree at some point like you like i, I always tell clients i never want you to feel like you are miserable because you're eating so much but at some point you're right. Like you, you have to start doing a little bit more to like try to work those in. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up as well. Um, yeah. And this is, this is just, I want to add one more thing. Like, cause usually when it happens, like for someone like who is starting to eat more with the purpose, like those first 10 to 14 days, cause it's, it's so common or almost everyone who start to eat more are going to gain some scale weight. Like, cause mm -hmm. obviously you have, uh, little bit more uh, 
um, food in your stomach, your body, maybe, or you are getting uh, like, was if you have been, if you think without emotion, what is actually happening in your body, like you are feeding it now properly, you give a little bit more energy. So your body holds more carbs. But if you have been doing that for long, your body doesn't know it's, it's, it, it's kind of like a thing that there is no food coming in after a while. So I don't know what I should be doing. So often, uh, you will feel like that it, it you feel maybe a little bit bloated you feel scale weight is going up it it's like the biggest fear like especially for someone who have had some weight issues in the past and now you are eating more and uh, and uh, then you are like after two or three days you are like no 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 i'm out of here and this is this is the time when you have to trust the process and uh, keep eating it's not like uh how I can explain if you think like that, what you are actually, if you are using reverse dieting, you are, let's say that you are someone who have been eating 1,400 calories and maintenance should be way above 2,000. You start to add 200, 150 calories per week. So if you give it for two weeks, what is the, what is the biggest? Like, let's say that you are eating on your maintenance and now you are above your maintenance at 150, 200 calories. So what is the worst scenario what could happen so if everything that what you have been eating more turns out to be a fat so it's in in a in a 10 days time it's thousand five two thousand calories in a, in a two weeks it's it's less than three thousand calories so that's not even a pound of fat what would mm-hmm. be the worst worst case so and but scale weight that might be go up going up like a four or five six pounds yeah, and that yeah. is that is that that is the time when you really really have to trust the process and uh, or at least to have somebody to ask those questions. And this is uh, why probably like uh, having someone coach or someone who have done it earlier is helpful. So you can ask that is this normal? I'm, I'm feeling this way. What should I be doing? I feel like that I'm too full. But when when you have somebody who is actually knowing what they are doing, it's going to be so helpful for your journey and uh, and that uh, kind of giving that uh, freedom and relief and you know that you are uh, doing the right thing yeah for sure absolutely i'm glad you, i'm glad you brought that up because i feel like that's definitely something that stops a lot of people and they get they get scared right and it's 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 it makes sense you know i think again it goes back to like what i said in the beginning people come to us to lose weight and the moment we say you have to eat more and the scale is going to go up, they're just like, wait, hold on. Who, who are you? Like, why am I paying you money to help me? And it's just like, trust me, like you, you do have to trust the process, trust us and and recognize. And, that's, you know, I always love and I'm sure you've seen this as well. I love like when a client like when we finally do drop them into a deficit and we're starting to see amazing results. It's like, see, this is exactly why we did what we did. Like it all works out. Yeah. You just have to yeah, get it to that point. Yeah, I had a I had a good uh, good story about this. Like what what like uh, what you just said uh, came to my mind. Like I had a client called Lucas, like younger younger guy, um, like twenty five years old, and uh, had a lot of weight uh, weight to lose. And uh, and uh, uh, he came to me. He was working out like uh, six seven times every single day, one hour at the gym, uh, doing very little calories. Like his maintenance were like uh, three thousand or above what should be and he was eating thousand five nothing happened mm-hmm. like initially after initial weight loss like he was he have been doing that uh, by himself six months had a great results but then nothing happened in a, in a month and uh, and uh, i said that okay let's uh, let's do it and 
what I, I said that what you are doing and uh, he told his story and I said okay that's what we are going to do you are going to train instead of every single day we do three sessions per week we don't do any cardio we go just for walks we we are maybe we can add some short body weight workouts but three sessions at the gym max and uh and then starting to add calories and he was like that holy shit man what you are telling like that i'm, I'm coming here to lose weight and you are telling me to have to have less workouts than i was doing and eating more and uh he was like that well i said okay let's go and uh what quick story short it uh it he started to lose weight he started to he was like that holy shit what is it he can't believe that what is happening and he was telling even that to his friends and said that you know i hired a coach who, who is telling me they were like laughing yeah what the, what the, what that guy knows about anything like that he's telling you to exercise less and eat more and uh in, in the end he started to actually lose weight with that so so it depends always on the situation where you have been and uh and uh, and uh you know what what kind of background and uh but it could be it's not always like obviously what probably have happened in the past like he was thinking that he's eating but like uh, too little but then at some point he was going way over his calories and uh and uh and uh, with the workouts like you know if you never give time to your body to recover that's why sometimes doing a bit less working smarter not harder and more is a solution what gives uh, actually a lot better results and that is that is uh, just uh, hard to believe but uh, it's uh, truth yep absolutely so let's kind of shift into so next is like the dieting phase of course so like we've you know let's say we work the calories up and you know we're we're hanging around maintenance they've been super consistent what other things are you looking for to make sure that they have in place like what habits or behaviors or consistency, you know, what, what they're being consistent of before we drop into the fat loss phase. Well, I love to like, when you are in maintenance, like that is, that is like, a, I still always want to have that. They still keep promises, what they make to them, make to themselves. Like, uh, cause this is like something, uh, what is what most people are struggling like that. It, it's uh, whatever, like, situation is for every individual different depending on uh, what is going on in life but if you have like kind of uh, um, those boundaries what you are aiming for if it's your step goal weekly step goal you are you are um, hitting your workouts you are having kind of that freedom but it's it it has to be fee like there is no like a set timeline how long it has to be i don't for someone might be month enough for someone maybe maybe it's six months maybe it's even longer so it's there is no timeline what i when usually it comes from uh, from a client himself or herself when it's the right time like because uh, but when you are like a, when you are going on maintenance what usually happens and this is like that even you have still some weight to lose when you are there for a bit longer like i'm talking about two months three months something like that and this is this is the time when most of the people are starting to actually make that huge change that lifestyle change that they are understanding that wow i'm having actually so much more like that it's that those benefits of being in maintenance that you have that little bit more freedom you have more energy your workouts are going better and uh and uh you, your sleep is better 
So then, then they're like, that, do I really need to actually lose that weight anymore? Do I do I want to do it? Mm-hmm. But it's 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 that power what you are getting when you know that you know what it takes. It's not going to be. I would be lying if if it would be easy. It's possible. You know what principles are, but uh, but uh, it it ultimately have to come from client itself. But uh, like I said, um, I would say that learning to keep that balance at least a month month is still very very short time depending obviously on situation how long have that deficit been but uh, usually it takes a few months mm-hmm. and then kind of like looking through you know let's talk just kind of briefly about in the fat loss phase itself what are some of the things that sets this what, what makes this fat loss phase different than all the yo-yo dieting attempts that they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Like maybe when they've done, you know, any of the other fad diets and things like that, what is different about the fat loss phase that like, you know, you or I may take them through compared to the others? Uh, yeah, that is like, what is that? If that it always is that, what is that ultimate goal? Like, cause it's, it's uh, and that is like really, really hard to understand like that. Uh, what is your primary goal? Like, uh, cause you know, you can have, your health you can have your fat loss you can build muscle like those are all goals what most of the people want but it's just that that most of them most of the people are trying to get reads and those goals at the same time so this is that when that kind of periodization and understanding that uh, what is what is that why why i'm going to do so so often like it don't you don't have to necessarily decide how long that fat loss phase is going to be but there are um for most people like uh what i like to say that okay it's going to be now for a month for next six weeks maybe it's for someone who likes to use maybe a little bit more aggressive approach maybe it's going to be two weeks but then like a really really aggressive deficit so this is like this is that what is that um, magic behind that it's it's there is no no difference but usually when you plan those things a little bit ahead and uh you are not because that is the probably the worst strategy what i would say that you have a you set the goal weight and a date when you have to hit that date mm-hmm. and but when you when you even there might be a goal that you have a goal body weight I, i'm not saying that they they don't work because for some people they are great goals and uh, you know you have a that's that achievement when you go below some number what you always wanted to be but uh in most of the for most people that's that goal is just it represents uh that uh, feeling what they have had maybe earlier in their life maybe for women it's often like they were in their 20s or something and they waited that amount in that time or, or were fitting into that dress and now 20 years later they try to hit that same number when life situation is totally different so it it's it's it really changes that uh, that life situation is different and those goals are different but um, there is no like really what is what is then different for every phase like it uh, what i what i love to use is is uh, having setting some timeline how long it's going to be yeah, I, I like that. I feel like that's where a lot of people fall into that trap of like, you know, I have to lose this much weight by this date or I have mm-hmm. to lose this much weight by this, you know, or I, I you know, I want to this, want to that. And and I always tell people, unless like you have a specific goal, like I have one client who, you know, she does want to lose 
a certain amount of weight by her wedding. Like that's a little bit mm-hmm. different because it yeah. does have a specific goal. So maybe we can take a little more aggressive approach for that because we do mm-hmm. want to get down to a certain goal. But mm-hmm. for most people, unless you have like a wedding or like, you know, stepping on like a bodybuilding stage, something like that. Like mm-hmm. if you're just a normal client, just wanting to lose weight and get healthier, like remove that timeline. It removes that pressure, mm-hmm. right? Like it just, it takes that pressure off of you to like, you feel like you have to get something done in a certain amount of time or, or you look at it as like a failure, right? Like I always right. say when I started my journey, if I would have looked at it and said, you know, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds this year, I probably uh-huh. would have just been discouraged a lot sooner because, oh, yeah. b- because I, I know me, you know, you do the math in your head, all right? How many pounds do I need to lose each week, mm-hmm. each month? And the moment you notice you're falling off track or not meeting those goals, you start feeling like you're falling behind and you're struggling. So it's like, remove all the timelines from this and play the long game in all of this, because it's all going to, you're going to get there eventually. And just don't add that extra stressor onto your body of having a deadline behind it. Yeah. And it goes, what, what happens with that deadline? Like that, what you're going to do, like let's say that you have a 20 pounds to lose and you have a 30 days time, what you are going to do, you are going to, restrict even more 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 or do even more exercise and that again is leading that you are going to use um, uh, methods which are not going to be sustainable and uh, and that is then you know how that is going to end up or if you have like like you said feeling a failure like if for some reason there is happening something you know you hit the plateau you go for vacation you go you had a like something happens in your life you have a busy season at work maybe some family member is sick and you know you can't be focused uh, 100% but uh, trust me that end of the day when you reach that goal someday it if it's a month later if it's year later at that moment it doesn't matter how long it took you are just going to be proud of what you achieved not how fast you achieved it yep I always tell people, I'm like, 95-year-old you is not going to care whether it took you a year to lose the weight, a month to lose the weight, or 10 years to lose the weight. All she's yeah. going to care about is if you're happy and healthy at 95 years old, right? Yeah, so, and how you how you felt during that journey. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, so we've talked about a little bit a little bit about, you know, obviously there's no specific timeline of how long they should be in a fat loss phase, but... Once they are wrapping up, or I guess like, actually, let's kind of talk about that first. What are some indications that somebody should start looking at? Maybe it's time to come out of the fat loss phase and start heading back to maintenance. No, like I, I like you said, there's no timeline. It's It depends how much weight you have, how is the progress, how you are feeling. But what I, when, when I start to see like that, you know, you are starting to, if you are starting to think food all the time, consistently like 24, 7, if you you know you are not you would like to socialize a little bit more you are not going anywhere you are just uh, you are when friends are going out ordering something you know you are always that i'm not gonna order that like these kind of all signs they are like uh, usually or you have your energy your workouts are not going well if you are working out you are not making any progress uh, or very little progress in your workouts um your sleep sucks those are usually first signs or maybe then it's usually already more kind of extreme cases for women start to lose periods losing hair like those kind of signs are like that now it's you have to really go and fast away from deficit absolutely so after the fallacy is over with so we're done with that now and then we're moving into you know 
bringing our calories back up towards maintenance. And this is the part where, as I mentioned before, like this is where like all the other diets out there, you know, the people probably tried, they, they don't talk about, right. They don't talk about going back to maintenance. They don't talk about learning to maintain this for long-term because let's be honest, a lot of them kind of hope that you'll gain it back. So you'll come back and buy their program again. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's all about That's the money. A smart, smart marketing strategy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You, know, you get, the, the get the fast results and uh, then faster as you realize you gained all back and uh, you need another program. Exactly. Exactly. So, so obviously that's not our goal and coaching. So what is, what is it that makes this such, so, such a sustainable process? Like why, like what, why is maintenance important once you're done with the dieting period? And like, what makes, I guess, if you look at like some of the, your clients that have been able to maintain weight loss for such a long mm-hmm. period of time, what has made them successful for that reason? Uh, they have had they have created habits like those simple habits like uh, not what they ideally do but what they are able to do even in their worst days and this is this is what is what is uh, uh, what I love talking and uh, are those habits what you are doing every day like because most of the people they think like that one weekend you know I went for vacation I had a I had a dinner or weddings or whatever some social event. And um, that made me gain weight and now I can't lose it. But then what makes the difference is that uh, what you are doing, how you are you, what you are having your breakfast, what you are having, what kind of snacks you are eating. Are you eating out? Are you preparing your meals? Are you preparing and pre-prepping your maybe protein sources? Are you, how many steps you are taking? Are you going for walks? Are you making promise and keeping promise at least to get started with your workout. I'm not telling that to finish it, but to get started. So so this is how you build confidence that you start keeping those promises you make to yourself. And then when you are, if you are not able to keep your promises, what you make to yourself, because it's, you know how it is uh, when you first time, you you know, you said that ah, I promised to work out uh, three times this week and uh, now I'm doing only two times and uh, Mm. then it's every time that skipping that workout it becomes already easier but if you make only promise that i broke out maybe two times or i get started two times and then no matter what you are getting started or maybe getting only that five, five minutes in and say that okay today i didn't have more in but uh, or there was no no more possible but then next time it it's it's that you are you are really keeping those promises and uh, building those habits step by step having water drinking water sleeping all kind of small things it's it's uh, it, it don't have to be perfect not nowhere near but consistent that consistency is what is what is really that uh, success for everything yep I love it. Well said. I think that's definitely habit. I mean, and I feel like that's why, you know, we start building habits day one, right? Like uh, it's something that like, we're, we're looking to build habits from the day one that we're working together. That way those habits are going to last through the fat loss phase. And even through maintenance, they may change and evolve over time or maybe go up, go down, things like that. But we're going to work on building habits from day one with that. Yeah. Yeah, because um, if you if you think uh, honestly, like what is changing, if you are in a maintenance or if you are in a fat loss phase, like Ideally, you have you are still eating same foods. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit more, and yep. you have maybe a little bit more freedom to have uh, to go out with the friends, uh, yep. having more more drinks. Uh, like it's not that you can't have those things at all, but you have to be really aware. 
if you are your goal is to lose fat that because it's it's uh it's not going to be easy to be honest with you yeah one other thing i want to address before we kind of start wrapping things up here is for someone who is going through a fat loss phase one thing i don't think we touched on much was if they're going through a fat loss phase and let's say they are having these signs of like okay it's time to go back to maintenance but they're not at their goal yet mm-hmm. what what does that process look like and how you know you know they may say oh i still have another 20 pounds i want to lose but it's probably a good time for them to go back to maintenance yeah no i that this is this is and this is the biggest the biggest struggle like that you know you don't middle of your journey kind of that you are not in your goal yet it's so important like if it's usually because fat loss phase is uh, i would say that it's it's let's say 12 to 16 weeks like if you have if you are just starting you're doing it longer uh it could be a bit longer but very good estimate i would say that 12 to 16 weeks and after that you have to take some kind of break especially it's not only only like uh, it's more like that kind of mental break and actually learning to maintain because it's it's you can still focus on different things it's not only about even if you are not there but let's say that you focus uh, in middle of uh, after fat loss phase, you focus on let's say on your workouts, getting stronger, having improving your performance or whatever you call your goal is. So this is like kind of changing those goals, changing that. That's why it's it's you can keep that your fitness journey so much more interesting and and it keeps that especially that mental freedom when you are like that. Wow, because uh, that feeling when you are someone who have been dieting for decades or years and somebody's telling that wow it's first time ever that i'm not even i'm not in my uh goal weight yet i'm actually not trying to with the purpose to lose weight Mm -hmm. and this is this is that uh, what what will change everything and and this is uh, what you have to do because if you have those signs it's a time that you have to go it like i said earlier it don't have to be a very long time but at least a month and uh, it could be maybe to usually it turns out to be a bit longer but make a, if you start with the promise for yourself that at least a month awesome love it Tura, this has been absolutely incredible thank you so much i always wrap up the show asking my guests two questions or one question what are two things that somebody could do if they're listening to this podcast and they're like all right today's the day i'm getting started on my health journey I'm going to start losing weight. What are the two things that they should start focusing on first? Uh, first thing is to start doing at least something. What is the simplest way? What you can't find excuse to not doing? It could be simply going for a walk, uh, preparing meal for next day, or or making, making just keeping that promise, like uh, make that small action plan as simple like i said earlier what you are able to do you feel confident let's say that confidence number from one to ten and uh, you should be somewhere around eight like not ten that you know it's uh, it's like a pressing teeth that you do it anyways it's simple easy but like that takes you feel confident but you need a little bit kind of push yourself but not too much but you are feeling very confident and that could be it doesn't matter it could be walking it could be it could be going to bed 15 minutes earlier uh paying attention planning your meals ahead or whatever that that is the most important thing and that you start to keep promise keep promises for yourself and number number two what i would say like obviously we could talk um 
many many things but what i what i uh, always love to say that keep things simple and focus first before starting to make event changes this is probably the part what most people are missing but what they should be doing is to become aware what they are actually doing and for most people they are not aware how much protein they are eating how much calories they are eating or or like they think that okay i know i should be eating healthier or whatever but if you don't know your numbers what you are currently doing or why that because those are telling you almost always why you are struggling with those things what your current habits are and then uh, if it's uh, tracking calories become more mindful whatever so that is uh, that is uh, those two things i would say that are simplest ways what you can do today awesome great thank you so much where can people find you if they want to reach out to you i know you um you know obviously share your podcast as well um and where else can they get a hold of you yeah, I have, uh, like I said, you said, uh, Fit Me Tour Fitness podcast, where you, oh, I was lucky to have you there. I'm uh, going to have uh, Jordan Syed coming on uh, next week. So we're going to have uh, amazing guests there. And then my Instagram or TikTok, uh, it's uh, at uh, personal trainer underline Turo, I think, uh, or with my name, Turo Virda, you will find me uh, on all social platforms. And I think that's the best way to find me. Perfect. And guys, I'll put all the links down in the show notes to so definitely go check that out. Again, Turo, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Chase. It was a pleasure and, uh, and talk to you soon. All right. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I greatly appreciate you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me become more visible to others. Also, share this episode with friends or family and take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have any questions or feedback about something covered on the show, you're always welcome to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at changing underscore chase. Have a great day, guys. And remember, you matter.